Oh, we're going to do intro first. Intro first? Intro first. Intro. And... Hello. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, hello, hello. Yeah. Let's rock and roll. Let's do it. All right. So, here we are. Chris Erickson, Cassie Lewis. This is North County News. <laughs> Our new intro. Yeah, we are live and set intro. Podcast live, you mean? Podcast, Podcast live. live. Back again. Back again for another fun, exciting, radical edition of North County News. Yeah. We might rebrand. What do you think? Are we <laughs> so good with what? that for now? Okay. I don't know. We'll keep it at that for now. Okay. <laughs> we, we We're rebranding get... live on air. So. <laughs> So if anybody want to give us their feedback, then we're you know we're willing to listen. Yeah, yeah. Hit us up in the comments. I think there's comments on podcasts, so <laughs> let us know. I am Chris Erickson. And I'm Cassidy Lewis. And we are here in the Living Hain in Encinitas, right off Encinitas Boulevard. Nice cloudy June June gloomy day. Yep. I was telling uh, my financial guy about he's in Florida, and he said it's summertime and hot. And I said, oh, we're we're coming out of May gray, going into June gloom. He said, I never heard of that. So it's like, I get, you don't yeah. think of it, it's just a local thing that we have here, June Gloom. And it probably has to do with the ocean, I would assume. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. But yeah, he's just like, what? What are you talking about, man? Yeah, so we're, we're sitting in June Gloom. Yeah. What did Greg Allen say? The, the second worst since 1864? Yeah, I, think, I think he said 1994, <laughs> but I could be wrong. <laughs> I hope he hasn't been here this, that long. But um, yeah, beautiful day here, nonetheless, in North County. Yes, it is. Yes, yes, yes. So um, yeah, let's let's rock and roll. Let's get right into it. Sounds good. You know, we both had some fun weekends, and uh, yeah, let's start. Uh, go for it. Fun, What'd you get into? Fun Father's Day weekend. Yeah, Father's Day. Um, we well, I think we talked about it in the last podcast mm-hmm. that I had no clue where we were going. Yes. On Sunday morning, uh, I just knew I had to keep my calendar clear from Sunday to Tuesday. So <laughs> don't do anything. <laughs> don't do anything. Yeah. Um, and on Sunday morning, my kiddos announced that we were going to Palm Desert for the weekend. Very nice. Um, so got right on it right after that. We went went out and literally just hung out by the pool all day. Actually ran into my neighbors, which was pretty funny. <laughs> like it. And hung out with them, with them for like two of the days. Our kids played together and That's stuff. That's cool. Yeah, it was just See some really you know super, out there. super random. Like literally lived two, two doors down. <laughs> <laughs> Do you um, hang out with them at home? Yeah, yeah. Okay. We used to a lot more, um, but just as life's, their kids are a little older than ours, so they're constantly doing soccer and yeah, flag a little football. bit older kid stuff. Yep. Yeah. So, um, but it was super fun. Um, Chelsea planned a really fun weekend and had some good food. Had a lot of really good beer and nice, nice and relaxing. Super relaxing. Good yeah. and, the and kids- nice hundred and two. Degree weather too. So but you got the drinks there. You got the pool there. Yeah, yeah it was perfect. Great. Yeah, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Good. Where do you stay out there? Oh, uh, we stayed at a different. We usually stay at the JW Marriott, mm-hmm. uh, but we stayed at a Westin, which was only like two blocks from that, um, and it's like little um, suites. So okay. it was like you get a little kitchenette and a little living area and a one bedroom suite. And it was great. It was Very super nice. Fun, yeah. So now we know we'll bring like food to cook and stuff. Because um, you have the because you have the facilities there, which yeah, is cool. It was really cool. Make some make some lunch, some dinner, whatever. Yep. Very nice. Yeah, it was really nice. It was fun. What was your uh, drink of choice at the poolside? Uh, they have a I think it was called Even Par okay. uh, IPA. Right. Was the and then is that a Palm Desert beer? Yeah, it's a Palm Springs or Palm Desert. It's a one some place out there. Yeah, makes it. So I haven't seen that out here. So it's got a golfer on it. Funny thing. Yeah. Weird. Yeah, super <laughs> weird. It's <laughs> very few golfers out there. So. Yep. And uh, pretty pretty cool that they, like, I don't know if every place does this, at least the last two places I've gone to, when they give you your beer, they put it in uh, another cup with ice in the first cup. So, like, your your main cup is sitting on a cup of, like, crushed ice. Okay. So, kind of like how they the do um, champagne? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. throw yeah, it in there. The, yeah. I mean, it's just a yeah. champagne bottle. It's not yeah. the cup, but, yeah. Yeah, this is just the cup. And so, it became, like, the hilarious joke every time I'd get close to having to like tip it further and further 
that all the ice is melted, so it literally just looks like you can't drink. Like the water from the first cup. Just missing your mouth. It's just running down your chin as you're drinking your last sips. So it's pretty funny. Good. Just couldn't tell if I was, you know, too far in yeah. or, or just not capable of drinking, period. So it's pretty funny. Good. Yeah, it was a good time. We had a, a good nice. Father's Day, Father's Day weekend. Nice 102, like you said, out there. Yeah, not too bad. It was... I think the forecast said like high of 104, yeah. which it might have been Saturday or Sunday. No, Monday was our really hot day yeah. yesterday. Or no, day before yesterday. Day before yesterday was yeah. nice and toasty. Mm-hmm. Good, but yeah, like I said, you got the pool. You're good. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't feel it's, it's a dry heat, as yeah. everybody always says. It's a dry heat. <laughs> no sweat here. No. Oh, very cool. Yeah. Well, I did um, on actual Father's Day. Everybody was kind of sick at my house in one capacity or another so we did met my pops and a few other people over at wild barrel nice. over in san marcos very cool and yeah explored some of their sours they got some good stuff over there what's the other kind of they have another type of beer there it's called a uh, berliner vice oh yeah yeah, yeah. they're yeah, vices vices but yeah. those are yeah sour, sour. but they had i don't know 10 12 of them something like that wow uh interesting like you know just the north like the they had a strawberry one of you know the berry ones all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff the one that i tried on my taster was um it was a white chocolate raspberry tort wow <laughs> so it was a uh, very inch and i think that was a i think that was a vice as well i don't think it was a different style because it had a little sour kick to it but hmm. yeah I, they sell it in cans but those sours if you drink you know i know little 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 tart, <laughs> so a nice four four ounces, always good. Yeah, that's um, And then yeah, explored a little bit of Lucadia on Saturday date night. Yeah, yeah. Saturday. Yeah, we went to uh, La Papagayo. Nice. Had a, had a cocktail there and an espresso just to get the night rolling. Nice. And then we were on our way to Kaiola, which is like a little. Have you seen that? Mm-hmm. It's um. Oh yeah, the sushi like, place. Yeah, yeah it's right sushi next. place right by what's Solterra? the Mexican joint right there? Solterra, and, and then I forget the other place, but yeah, right next to Solterra. Nice. And um, in between the Papagayo and there yeah. is Saint Archer. So yeah. the wife said, as we were walking by, she looks at me. She like points at the sign. Yeah, sure. sure. So we went and had a, a few tasters in there, and I they thought have, beer was off the table. No. Yeah, it was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then she saw that, and we were kind of on date night, and it's been a while since we've been on date night, so it was fun. Nice. Stopped in there. And then the Kaiola, with date, you know, we got a, a roll and a few other things, but the uh, sashimi, mm-hmm. just the fish, mm-hmm. is that what it's called? Yeah, yeah. yeah that was uh, really good. Nice. Just raw fish, three different kinds, like big old big old chunks of it. What's your go-to? Um, as far as the... Like which fish? There's one I don't remember what kind it was, but it's like kind of tastes like buttery and mm-hmm. it might have been one of the salmons. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's just got a really good. Uh, Could have been one of the the fattier tunas too. What's um, albacore? Has kind of a like I think it's albacore. Has kind of a little bit more buttery flavor. Yeah, I don't know. There was three. It's so like we had, I think there was two tunas and one uh, salmon. Okay. I believe. But one of them, yeah, it just has that little buttery. <laughs> oh, dude, so good. Rolls were good. The you know everything was good there, and then hit Craftsman is a, right before we at the bottom of the hill by my house. Nice. Um, just for a cocktail and headed home. Okay. Yeah, fun little night. It was it was Very good cool. though, but yeah, that Kaiola place is uh, I'd recommend it for sure. It's tiny. Yeah, it's, it's like a small spot. Small yeah. spot. Um, the roll was really good. Sushi was really good, and then we just got little apps and stuff too. But yeah, well worth. The travels, nice, so, very cool. Yeah, very nice, very nice. Always a fun time. Always good, always <laughs> good. Very cool. Yeah, and then um, yeah, I think that was it for the the weekend. Mm-hmm. My my little bonus on Saturday when I I worked pretty much all day, um, showing houses like from I don't know ten to five or something like that. Yeah, like two different clients, but just showed straight through, and got home and my my Father's Day gift was out on the backyard. Oh yeah, and it was cornhole. Yeah, Chris guessed it. Cornhole with a giant <laughs> logo. Yeah, <laughs> um, but it was sitting out there, uh, and just got me thinking when we were talking about it the other day. What weird sports are you good at? 
I'm not good I'm, at cornhole. I'm not good at cornhole yet either, but I feel like I could. Well, I now have you're, some the potential. Proud, you're the proud owner of a, yeah. of a, you know, of your own set. So I have the potential to be okay at it. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, play a challenge your boys to it. You yeah, know, oh, that's yeah. how you, you can whoop them every time. Yeah. Well, I even like actually lost to Camden because I let him do it from like three feet away. Yeah. And he figured out this like perfect little little pitch to get it in (laughs) and so i literally i think he beat me like we were only playing a 14 but he beat me like 14 to two or something like that so (laughs) oh and one (laughs) cam's up on you man yeah i know um what what are you good at then i was a huge tetherballer when i was (laughs) (laughs) on the mean on the mean playgrounds of parkdale lane i could tetherball like a crazy person yeah did you have one in your in your backyard? No, oh. just that was just like our everyday tetherball was the the sport I played for like tetherball was hot was, man back in the day. Yeah, it was huge. You get those little you get the you know you get your little um your little style your your strategy down yeah. and you get the get perfect swing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the other guy you know we're all little kids at that point. So yeah, if you played it as adults, you wouldn't be able to get over their head. But exactly. Um, yeah, I actually the, I showed a house on Saturday too, and it had a. Oh no, this is that was last week. But it had a tether ball in the backyard. Oh, wow. Yeah, I took a picture of it and I was like, man, that is um yeah, haven't seen that in a while. I know. I I think it's a uh, although you know it's funny, I just went to with I went as was at a friend's house for a um a kind of an event a couple weeks ago and in Solana Beach and they live right behind um what's the Solana Beach elementary school. So just the one that just got rebuilt? Yeah. Uh it's not. Is it Earl Warren? Is no, Earl Warren's middle school. That's the other side. Yeah, yeah, middle school. I don't know. I don't know. I well, the new elementary. Head, yeah. Oh, yeah, me too. The new elementary school. Loft. I don't know. You, Chris is going to be our Googler. <laughs> um, but they just redid the whole school and they redid the playground and they have like three or four tetherball spots. They put them in with the yeah, new so they, uh, with the new stuff. They put them in. So I was excited to see that. Very nice. Handball and tetherball. You know, those were Dude, the handball, go-tos. Handball rocks too, man. Handball is super fun. Yeah. Until they started doing like all those like like rainbows and all that crazy stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I liked I liked handball when I was in like straight school. handball. Yeah. No funny business. <laughs> no funny business. <laughs> Just hit the ball. Come on. Did you yeah. find it there? No. Skyline. No. Skyline. Oh, that's cool. It skyline is a skyline right there? Yeah. Skyline okay. elementary. Yeah. Yeah. They have an awesome, like, they have three or four different playgrounds, and they're all really cool. And they, yeah, they, and they, had it, they have it accessible to the back neighborhood because they've always, or the neighborhood behind, because yeah, they've they always had right access. There. Yeah. So they had to fight a little bit to get to regain access because the school locked it. I mean, they ripped that whole thing down, right? They tore the whole school yeah, down. Yeah, I remember they did it quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's brand, brand new. It's beautiful. Very cool. Yep. Yeah, they did it in, I think... A school year, at least. Yeah, I, they I had remember reading that somewhere. the kids went to Earl Warren. Yeah, for whatever the time being. Yeah. Why yeah. they were working on it, so. Yeah. So what's your, what was your... So we used to play, we still do play randomly, I still have a set in my garage, but washers, it's kind mm-hmm. of similar, you've played it. It's yeah, kind of similar it. to, um, to Cornhole, mm-hmm. and the, you know, it's a tossing game back and forth. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's basically a, a one foot by four foot board three holes and then you score one point on two three four and then mm-hmm. there's a ton of other rules but yeah, yeah. we used to play it i don't know day night all the time yeah. we got really good really good really good so you had to like make the rules harder yeah so we we, <laughs> we uh it used to just be you know first to 21 and then um we introduced prison rules which is <laughs> you have to like just a lot of other intricacies you gotta if you land on 21 you still have some uh, washers which are i think they're three and a half four inch washers mm-hmm. are pretty pretty big ones yep and uh, if you hit 21, you still have a few washers. You have to hit the top of the board and stay in on. the air without getting points. Oh, wow. And, or you bust, go back to 11. Yeah, yeah. There's walk-offs. There's, you know, it's, it's all kinds of fun. So <laughs> we got... We got uh, Detailed in your... Like, you need a rule book. Yeah, we, we should have wrote a rule book. But everybody we played with knew the rules. You know, it was always... You, you step on the board. Prison rules, right? Yeah, yeah prison yeah. rules. I mean, it was just a, a known thing. But, yeah, we had a good run of that and then me and my buddy started me and my cousin started 
people would see us playing, so we started making them washer boards and selling a few washer boards on the side. And so we probably had a, you know a dozen out there. Wow. So everybody's house we went to had some washer boards, and you didn't have to um, bring them every time you went somewhere. No, at, at the t- yeah. by the time we built them all, you know, somebody, everybody around where we were hanging out had them, so it was great. Nice. Yeah, my washer board game. I think the last time we played it was probably with you, maybe two last year. I think last year that for my boy's birthday. Kids party. Yeah. Um, and you know, comes back to you. Yeah. But yeah, I'd be a little rusty. <laughs> but we were we were we were deadly on the washer board nice. um, back in the day. So it was fun. Weird yeah. sports. Yeah, weird sports. <laughs> it was really fun. What's about what about regular sports? Regular sports. Well, we have a big game tonight. Big game, game one. <laughs> Season opener. Season opener of our. Of our softball season, yeah, uh, tide swings in full in full swing. Yeah, San Alejo, here we come. Yeah, a nice nine, nine o'clock, nine, nine p.m. start. I was looking at the clock last night, and I said, uh, I think it was about seven. Uh, no, six thirty. I said, yeah, you know, yields tomorrow. I'm gonna have to play a game in another two and a half hours. <laughs> she said, yeah, I know. I, we I finished dinner. Not, at, yeah, you didn't. Yeah, I know. I finished dinner at seven last night. I'm like, to th- and I was exhausted, like after driving back from oh, the yeah. desert and stuff. Yeah. I'm like, just to think, in two hours tomorrow, I'll be playing a softball game. Yeah, nine o'clock is late. <laughs> Carlsbad, at least it's eight forty-five. Eight forty-five. It's still in the eights. It doesn't seem. Well, you're guaranteed to be done by ten because the lights go off. Oh yeah. So nine o'clock, we're ten ten is is like our, is our time. <laughs> and I don't know what time the lights shut off, but like if it's a tight game in the seventh, are they gonna let us play past ten ten? I'm gonna like wanna take a nap. Yeah, I'm gonna bring a, I'm gonna bring a, a pillow for sure, and a little blanket. <laughs> and <laughs> Wake me up when it's my turn to it hit. It doesn't allow us very much beer drinking time after the game. That's yeah. that's the problem. It's bedtime after I that, know. man. I know. Last time we played at uh, in a San Marcos league, we were living down in PB. It was oh, me wow. and my cousin, so we drove up Thursdays. I think that's what we played Thursdays. Yeah. This is Wednesdays, but yeah. Um, yeah. So we'd get done with the nine o'clock game, have a thirty minute drive home. So it's like, oh, oh man, it's get home at you know. 11, 11, yeah. 15, because yeah. we'd hang out and chat yeah. for a little bit after, and yeah, it was, uh, luckily, you're I'm right two there, I'm two minutes away, this is like my favorite, I'm, About eight I'm minutes going away. from Calvary Hills, which was like a 26 minute drive, yep. to now like a two minute drive, it's fantastic. We'll keep you updated next week on our stats, yeah. on our yeah. slug percentages, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I all. finished last season, I think 17 for my last 19 or something, nice. so to beat that's going to be tough. Yeah, yeah. But that's tough. I did get yeah. the last out of this. Got the last out of the season in the playoffs. But yeah. you know, whatever. <laughs> somebody had to do it. And somebody had to do it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Why I not took you? one for the team. <laughs> Let's end this season. <laughs> Is this the one you got uh, run ruled? Yeah, we got one run ruled. Thanks. Out, for, yeah, <laughs> thanks for wrapping it in. No, yeah, run ruled. Yeah, so runs. your out wasn't the uh, the uh, turning point of the game. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was not. So I'm excited. I haven't played in, yeah, probably five, so, seven years, something Well, you played with us for one game. Yeah, one this game, is your stand first. In. This yeah. is the first. Uh, see, like actually being on a squad. Yeah, we'll see. i got to get my arm back in shape. I think oh, yeah. pre-game, ten yeah. minutes before, I should <laughs> get, be get right back at throwing mood. <laughs> throwing mode. <laughs> yep. That's exactly right. <laughs> All right. So if anybody's listening to this, well, it'll be after Wednesday, but next Wednesday, we'll keep you updated. We need some fans out there. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> at 9 o'clock. Yeah. I've already tried to ask a couple people if they'll come in at 9, and they said no. No, so. not going to do it. Yeah. <laughs> I almost pulled out myself. But. <laughs> Can't do that now. I'm on the roster, so you are, it's official. You are official. Yep. You are. What's up with the pods? The pods are, well, they had a really crazy weekend. Um, they're still 4 and 6 in their last 10, so kind of the same place they were last week. Yep. But their offense has figured it out. <laughs> okay. Pitching, maybe not so much, but they set, between the Rockies and the Padres over the weekend, they set a MLB record scoring 92 runs in a four-game series. That's, uh, how many runs per game is that? That's a good question. 20-something? Yeah. Right? It's, it's got to be over yeah, 20 runs per game. Yeah, because 80 yeah. would be 20 runs yeah, a game. Yeah, so 22-ish, yeah. 22 and a half. It's pretty nuts. Yeah. Um, they also did a lot of... They had a crazy comeback. I think it was on Friday night. They're down by uh, six. They're down eleven to five in the ninth inning, and came back to tie it. Eleven eleven in the ninth, and went into the twelfth inning, 
in the top of the twelfth, they scored five runs okay. and won like sixteen to. I think they gave up some runs, like sixteen to eight or something like that. It's pretty crazy. They lost an OT. No, they won an OT. Won an they OT. scored five more runs in OT. OT. <laughs> in overtime, yeah, they scored five more runs in extra innings, and and won. Here's all like all the scores from the the, yeah, well, the Rockies. It was six nine. Pods lost the first game. 16-12, Pods won. Eight fourteen, Pods lost, and then fourteen to thirteen, Pods won. Wow, so they split crazy. the series. That was a a pitching duel every game. It sounds <laughs> That's like. That's right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and there was also like a whole bunch of weird plays. Like a bunch of guys got um, ejected. There was an inside the park home run in one of the games, followed by a double and an error, which ended up being. The guy ran all around the bases, which you don't see very often. Like in one play, oh, just kept going. He yeah. got a double gotcha. and then a wrong, bad throw, and yeah. So pretty nuts. Sprinklers went on um, during one of the games. There okay. was a sprinkler delay. Solid work. Yep. A whole bunch of people got ejected. <laughs> Manny Machado <laughs> had like some Twitter battle with uh, umpires association or whatever. I saw. I saw that. I don't know where I was, but I saw him. That was the only play I saw him strike out or. I guess he got called. Yeah, struck yeah, out, right? Yeah. And then arguing with Flipped the ump and then got kicked. Yeah. What was, it was just... Balls and strikes, yeah. He was balls just arguing. Like that. That's yeah. all it was? Yeah, but I think that there had been a lot kind of leading up to that. Okay. So there was there was already some animosity yeah. before that. Get him on Twitter, Manny. Yeah. Go get well, him. that's the whole thing. And, and literally, all, you put it in writing and then all of a sudden you're going to get like a $25,000 fine. So oh, is that what it... I don't, know, I don't know if he has yet, but he probably is going to. Probably. Can't do that. <laughs> no, sir. So, surf, that's my sports. That is sports. That's right sports for the day. Weird sports, Regular baseball, sports. Yep. oh wait, softball, softball baseball. baseball, now let's surf. Yep. Well, not should, looking... Should we surf? Should we surf? <laughs> um, not much going on. There'll be, there's always summer, there's not always, a lot of time there's, um, you know, a little south swell coming in, two foot, two to four, kind of two to three later in the week. Right in my wheelhouse. Yeah. Um, so water's still a little, little chilly, but nothing too bad. Um, I mean, wetsuits. But, yeah, the weekend kind of flattens out a little bit more. So, once again, nothing, no no nothing big swells on the that. horizon. A small southwest uh, on Thursday. What is the water temp, actually? I'm kind of trying to find that Let's right now. 66. It says peak, peak uh, swell height is 3 to 4 at 12 a.m. on Wednesday. So... We have passed that, so we're, we're through the peak for the week. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, but in other surf news, which I heard it on a surf podcast, hold on, I almost have the water temp. No, <laughs> Meanwhile, I, I you're, while you're it. trying to find the water temp, this van almost just rolled into our office here. Oh, hey. Just came up the curb a little bit. <laughs> just keep going, buddy. Yep. Yeah. Illegally parking, too. Right. Yeah, maybe here. I'll get back to you on the water tent. But <laughs> I heard on a podcast, um, and I just found the article on Surfline. It says, "Is a wave pool coming to Oceanside?" Oh wow! Yeah, they're. Um, I think it's just in. Um, kind of, you know, nothing's no dirt's no ground's been broken yeah, or anything. Yeah. I think they're just trying to figure out if a place for it to go. But um, Would it, there are talks about a thirty-five acre. A 35-acre, okay, so I'll just read this part. Mm -hmm. Um, Leslie Gall, Gall, the director of Visit Oceanside, the city's tourism arm, confirmed that tantalizing rumor of a 35-acre wave park being built at the recently purchased site of the Oceanside Swap Meet. Oh, wow. On mission in uh, San Luis Rey. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Earlier this week, Oceanside Mayor Peter Weiss has responded to several several media requests with decisions are in process with Zephyr Partners. They're the people Mm -hmm. who are going to be building it. Mm Mm-hmm. And um, the city revealed that the Encinitas based developer presented preliminary plans on June thirteenth, the city or to the city to devote thirty five acres of the property to a wave park. Huh. The details of which remain confidential. Wave park meaning like the brand wave, like in Vista? No, or like, wave like, like a, a like a surf, surf wave. Like Kelly Slater's wave yes. that's like in the middle of nowhere. Yep. Like the Lemore Surf Ranch. I don't oh. think it's gonna be that technology from um, the picture they have up here is Wave Garden, which is a it was kind of one of the original mm-hmm. uh, wave parks that, that were out here. Actually, the Wave Garden, and there's one in Texas. There's The original one is out in Spain. Hmm. Um, but they just got bought out by Kelly Slater's, or mm-hmm. they bought hit, they bought 
the Texas pool. Oh. They didn't buy the technology, but okay. Um, yeah, watching Kelly Slater's one with the, it looks like a train driving down a railroad. Yeah, it is. It's, it's a huge. It's basically a, a train on a track yeah. with a big underwater plow. You That's know, gnarly. super simple. Uh, not super simple, but like just yeah. the technology. You know, if you think about it, just pushing pushing water energy and, under underwater. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, they're. They're not talking too much about it. There's, you know, the ongoing negotiation of confidential, so nothing's been finalized. But it appears that Oceanside is enthusiastically supportive of a wave pool. Wow, that's pretty cool. Any wave pool. Stay tuned. <laughs> but yeah, that would be kind of cool. Um, I've it's heard good it, for like training grounds, and it bring pro. I mean, there's already a ton of pro surfers here, but it'll, imagine it's a good training ground for when surfs is crappy here. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> there's. Two in so or in Texas, one's in Waco, and the other was the the one the Wave Garden that just got it's shut down because they're revamping mm-hmm. it from um, Kelly's Wave Company. Or mm-hmm. I forget what it's called, mm-hmm. but they bought that one. They're gonna I think they're putting their own technology in there. But people, from what I've heard, are like making trips out there for mm-hmm. that. You know, in the middle of Texas, so mm-hmm. kind of in Oceanside, you have the ocean but yeah, yeah flat days or i think the biggest benefit of a wave park although it's nothing like the ocean mm-hmm. is you get consistency so if it's easier you, to learn if you want to learn just yeah. like if you snowboard when when i learned to snowboard or when i not when i learned when i moved to tahoe and snowboarded daily and yeah you have you know mile long runs so you're able to progress exponentially mm-hmm. you're going you know Every day, you just have these long runs, multiple runs per day, so you instead learn how to having, turn. And, yeah, instead of having to get a lift every two minutes. So, yeah. yeah. On a wave, you are, catch it, maybe like a long ride, five seconds, seven seconds, right. especially around here, all the beach breaks. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you get lucky every now and again, but... Um, these, is like it's like a the The time on the wave second, yeah. is... Maybe even more, I don't even know. Where's that? Oh, I these, don't know. Like, yeah, some it of depends on the size so that long. they build, but yeah. yeah. Some of them are really long runs. You watch the guys just... Mm-hmm. I mean, it's pretty gnarly. So it'll be good to, yeah, like if you need practice or progress or even learn, I'm sure they'll have mm-hmm. like learning, learning. they yeah. all have like some learning waves in there too. Yeah. Um, with the safety of the consistency and all that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah. I don't know where I stand on it yet, but if there's one coming to Oceanside, I'll definitely visit it. That's kind of <laughs> cool. Yeah. It just sounds like something fun to do. But I think they're, they're building it. Um, the other ones that they've built, they kind of build infrastructure around it too. So mm-hmm. like... Hotels, and, mm-hmm. you know, because um, you'll have other, people coming out from all over, and yeah, to, to like restaurants, out. bars, as part of it. So it's like a mm-hmm. whole park community, yeah, yeah, a whole, you know, yeah, that's cool. Um, yeah, not just the wave pool. Mm-hmm. I don't know what exactly they're doing out here, but yeah, yeah I have we'll a buddy see. that talked about going to the one of the ones in in Texas. Yeah, I'm not sure if he got there, but it's a it's a draw for sure for yeah for the surf community. And it's, it's, Texas is a little bit different because, you know, it's they don't have the waves there. It's in the middle. I don't know where Waco is exactly, but there's one in – the other one is in Austin, Austin. I want to say, mm-hmm. which are not too far apart. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, out here, obviously, we have the ocean, so it'll be kind of mm-hmm. interesting to see what kind of draw they get yeah. from, you know. Like local surfers? Yeah, local yeah. and just people. I mean, if it's the only one – Right around here, people go just for the novelty of it to yeah. check it out. Yeah, would be kind of cool. And like get me. long rides. Mm-hmm. Yeah, get along. I mean, even if even just to to try it out for locals, I imagine it'll kind of get. And who knows? Maybe it'll dip at some point for for local. Just try, locals just trying it out, but at yeah. least the beginning, people will be like, oh, I think it'll try it. Yeah, I think people will be very into it in the beginning for sure. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's cool. um, the the name of the article is on Surfline. I've kind of covered it all, but is the wave pool coming to Oceanside? We don't know what or when or even how. All we know is where. So nice. Yeah, that's that's where they're at there. That's the the surf report for the day. I'm excited to check it out. Nice. It'll probably be you know few years out but still nonetheless so podcast number like 385 yes, we'll, we'll keep you updated on every detail uh, do you want to chat about roads less traveled Are we the roads less that? traveled yeah from the coast news yeah there's a really cool article um and everybody's ramping up doing their their uh planning for road trips and vacations in the summer and um kind of some fun things these are last minute if you haven't planned something yet, here's some, some ideas. Fun ideas to do, and I've, yeah. I've done 
been to Lodi, but I don't know if I if I enjoyed it like this. But in the article, it talks about uh, Farmington, which is a, a city in New Mexico, mm-hmm. along a river. So there's some cool kayaking and paddle boats and some good eats at Three River Eatery and Brew House. There's also Stop me if you've been to any of these, but... <laughs> I have not been to Farmington. <laughs> or Grand Junction, Colorado. I want to say I have been there. Really? On actually a road trip. Oh, wow. I think we just pulled over there because it was kind of a halfway point between here and we were headed to Minnesota. Okay. And it sounds familiar. So I was 10, 12, somewhere in there, so I don't really remember, but... Yeah. And we didn't see... I think we saw a hotel. That's, that's, that was all the sites <laughs> we saw there, but... <laughs> that's about what I've done in Lodi, like just driving through. But I didn't realize that there's 80 wineries in Lodi. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah, you see, they have some Lodi wines on the uh, the racks around here. You'll see them out and about. But there's also kayaking in the lake in Lodi. Didn't know that. <laughs> and uh, the original A&W root beer. Yeah, how about Good Eats? <laughs> root beer floats at the original A&W. That's kind of cool. And then the other one that, I, that actually I have been to is Deadwood in South Dakota. What's in I Deadwood? I did a big... Deadwood is like a rebuilt kind of old town, like uh, western city. Okay. Um, so there's only, I think, I don't think very many people live there now, but they kind of just re- revamped all the buildings and kind of made it just a big old museum. And um, it's real close to um, Mount Rushmore, which is why. Okay, I've I was been about on that same road trip. I went to Mount Rushmore. Oh, cool. So I was close to Deadwood. So you probably, I mean, and who knows at what state it was in when you went by, but now it's like a thriving, like, so old town. So was it a, an original old town? Mm-hmm. They, they refurbished it? Or, like, yeah. Refurbished sure it's old town, the, I guess? I'm pretty sure it's the same, or the, the city that the movie, or the show oh, on yeah. HBO, HBO was, show. Yep. Deadwood was based on. There's um, a new Deadwood movie on HBO. I know, yeah they're, doing, yeah, they're doing it coming soon on it. But, uh, but it was like a real cowboy town like it had like all the people they talked about like Calamity Jane and uh, Harris Franklin was a businessman that kind of put the city together it's pretty cool very nice yeah um, Wild Bill Days mid-June yeah well, we're, we're right, right nice. in Wild Bill Days right now <laughs> and then the weird one I don't know if you've thought of one yet but other than having gone to maybe some of these um, but my really funny one was my dad and I did this huge same time we did Mount Rushmore huge uh, motorhome trip from Michigan all the way down to home, back down to San Diego. Rented something in Michigan? No, my grandpa had a heart attack in Michigan, actually, on a motorhome trip with my grandma. Uh, Survived. (laughs) Flew home with my grandma because he couldn't, obviously, drive after having a heart attack. Couldn't drive the motorhome back down. So we, my dad, like, took a map out and t- made a route where we didn't go any th- go through any big cities mm-hmm. um, except for Denver we did because we had to pick up my mom and my brother they met us there in Denver okay. like as we got down but so Michigan swing around towards Denver we, we went over the panhandle is that what it's called over the glo- top of the glove like over the bridge you know how Michigan has like above the oh yeah they call the it uh, upper upper something UP upper peninsula upper peninsula yeah, yeah. so we took the bridge up over and then down through like Minnesota and Minnesota, and Minnesota, <laughs> and uh, um, and kind of just like weaved our way down, and um, we pulled up to a campground uh, outside of Colorado Springs, and we were asking the people like, where can we go grab a bite? Like, where's is there any? It looked like nothing. Yeah, it was nothing like now. in the mountains. There was nothing, and it's starting to get a little dark. And we they're like, oh, there's this you know, there's a ton of places to eat in Cripple Creek, which is just down the street. So we come up over the ridge in our little, our tow car, yeah. our little Saturn. We're cruising over the ridge, and all of a sudden, it's like mini Vegas. Like this whole town <laughs> just lit up. And we drive in, and our choices are, you know, a steakhouse that has um, every seat has its own slot machine, or a subway that has every spot has its own subway. In subway, you have the slot machines. Yeah. Um, but literally, it was like a mini gambling mecca. In the just, middle just of nowhere, in the middle in of Colorado, Creek. it's a population of twelve hundred people at ninety five hundred feet elevation. So and was it that uh, weird was the town uh, popping? It was popping, but it was a little scary, yeah. a little creepy. Yeah, you know, <laughs> you know, like the seedy parts of Vegas. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like that. <laughs> it's just a little odd. 
I'm looking up where it is, Cripple Creek. It's, I want to yeah. get a visual of it. It's yeah, it's literally in the and it's Wildwood kind of, Casino. Yeah, it's yeah. just a little cutout down uh, yeah. the 67 freeway. That there's nothing there's else nothing. around it. <laughs> and I don't think it was on the way to anything or anything. I think it just it kind of found it on accident. It's right near Cow Mountain. <laughs> That's it's, right. Yeah. You know, good old Cow Mountain. Yeah, nothing around. Yeah, no, it's pretty funny that that was our. That's funny. Kind of our. One, I mean, we found a lot of small little towns and stuff, but that was by far the oddest of the group. And my dad and I will never forget, you know, ordering a, well, me, he doesn't eat meat, but me, or ordering a steak, sitting on like a, like bar height table with our own slot machine on it, and him putting the money in, me pulling the little thing illegally, and yeah, yeah it's pretty funny. Don't hit the jackpot. No, I don't. Take it from you. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we didn't win anything, so yeah. we did good. Very good. <laughs> all right, what do we got next? Yeah, I went, I'll, I'll get a quick. Oh, yeah. Um, so we went on a road trip, the wife and I, uh, when was it? Probably five years ago. Let's mm -hmm. say five years ago. But we did up the Pre -kids. one. Pre-kids. Pre-kids, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't do it right now. <laughs> Maybe when the kids are three, four, five, somewhere in there. Yeah. And they can actually. Yeah, we did it last year at four and, or Five and two, and it was yeah, perfect. That makes fun. sense. Yeah, you know, two's kind of age where they can walk and mm -hmm. talk and kind of uh, yeah, survive a car ride of survive a car ride. Yeah, two they're hours. on like a Netflix or something. Yeah, and right. let them go. Yeah, but, um, yeah, we took it up up the one. I mean, it was a month long road trip all wow. in California. So we went. I think the highest north we went was um, like Mount Shasta. Oh wow! I don't want to say that Redlands is that mm -hmm. right by Mount Shasta? Yeah, yeah. yeah. and so. then we cut in from there. And then came back down, went down 395 and, you know, through Mammoth and stuff. Nice. But one place we did, uh, Big Sur, we went kind of up the one, Paso Robles. Yeah. Paso, I forget. Paso. Paso. I always call it Paso Robles. I, they said it on the radio how yeah. it was supposed to be said, so I started saying it like that. But <laughs> anyways, and then went all the way up to, like, Santa Cruz and then cut back down through Big Sur. But one of the places we stayed in Big Sur is called Tree Bones Resort. Uh -huh. It's like glamping. Oh, they're like... They're kind of like yurts, kind of? Like yeah, little... so they have, you know, it's on the cliffs mm -hmm. of Big Sur. That's kind of how all Big Sur is. And there's 30 minutes up, 30 minutes back. Yeah. There's probably nothing on either side. Right. So it's like real camping. And you can get, yeah, yurts. They're probably, I don't know, 25, 30 feet across. Pretty big. Get mm -hmm. a bed. It's like a little hotel room. But, yeah, but um, open. But, or, or can be open. Yeah, they have a, a deck around that you yeah. can, you I've know, yeah. kind of cruise around. Um we they also have a handful of sites that are tent camping so we did tent camping yeah, nice. you know the yurts are looking down on us and we're <laughs> like oh, yeah we're just tent camping but you have to you park you know up here and then it's mm -hmm. a hike down to your uh down to your campground mm -hmm. it's overlooking the ocean and you, oh, know, yeah. you set up your tent right when you open your tent in the morning the, the ocean's right yeah. there and you wake up and everything's soaking wet right i mean big yeah it was like everything it was a it was a little bit uh foggy and yeah. stuff and, yeah um, or misty or yeah, whatever comes off the ocean there. Yeah. And uh, they also have a sushi bar oh, wow. that people come from the town up yeah. to Tree Bones for their sushi. Wow. And it's like a little, uh, you know, it's a tiny sushi bar. It's like one, there's not seats, it's just one bar mm -hmm. that goes across. And yeah, it's, the sushi was unbelievable. And, you know, you're hanging out with some people from the other town, some people who are camping there. Mm -hmm. So, you're, you know, you're getting in with, hanging out with everybody and, um, if I did it again, I'd want to do the yurt just because it's kind of cool. You don't yeah. have to bring anything. They're all set up for you. Um, but, yeah, it was a really cool, really cool place to check out. That's so, awesome. Yeah, Tree Bones Resort. Tree Bones. Oh, they also have at the top, they have, that's why it's even more beyond camping. Even though we stayed there's in a the tent, there's a restaurant, oh, yeah, yeah. you know, a bar, yeah. all that kind of stuff. So Nice. It's it, camping in quotes. There's yeah. my quotes for the week. Yeah. It's camping. Yeah, but um, a little tent. I call anything a tent. Camping. Yeah, we were in a tent. Even you don't have to necessarily Cardiff. do a tent, but yeah. even Cardiff, I call that camping, even though it's probably glamping. But yeah. since you can walk to, since you could order or, or Lucadia yeah, order Lucadia will come, yeah, mm. um, or pick up Fiji donuts or something like that. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. Really What's up? Yeah. You're on the podcast. Yeah. Come on in. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, we don't have a recording thing. Oh, we do have yeah. a recording thing up. Uh, not our official one though. Not our official. So we got we just had a pop in. <laughs> um, so what are we talking about next? Let's just jump into a little two little news articles and then we'll we'll set these people free. We'll yes. do uh, yeah a few things about Encinitas one in Oceanside, quick little beer 
um, yep. update, nice. I guess. Mm -hmm. um, I like it. Yeah, let's jump in. So Encinitas. You have the tree article. Yeah, yeah. What's, uh, what's up with Encinitas? Encinitas has won Tree City USA for the eighth year in a row. Didn't know that was a thing, but yeah, it's pretty cool. We are uh, a very tree heavy community <laughs> <laughs> there is actually if you're when you fly over you know you kind of look in this area mm -hmm. and it, it is pretty you know rancho santa fe obviously has a ton of yeah eucalyptus you know, and trees that. and all that yep but even kind of looking out whatever way you come in you can kind of you know spot encinitas or flying out whatever mm -hmm. way you go yeah but um yeah there's some good a good canopy here yeah and they actually have a pretty big budget for it too they have two dollars per capita which is pretty gnarly for the uh, forestry budget here. Um, they also have tree board, like to you know for cutting down big trees and stuff. Like yeah. you have to actually get. Yeah, I know they have. There's there's always like some of the big ones in downtown Encinitas that they cut down, or they've been trimming a lot lately. But yeah, there's always um, well, some some kickback. I yeah. guess. Yeah. Well, like they took down a bunch of trees um, with the new on ramp off ramp at oh, Encinitas yeah. Boulevard. Yeah. I think that was a big to do. Yeah. Anything removing the trees especially downtown it's a little different because it's you know they kind of have the tree canopy mm -hmm. and so some of the bigger ones what kind of trees are those you know like uh, spikes yeah, or something yeah. or yeah i'm not sure exactly. whatever they are but, but they you know if yeah they if cover. you imagine the street down there without them it's kind of yeah. kind of naked down there so yeah. it's kind of if they did take them out you know there'd be a big difference but yeah well and you can see like the roots and stuff like how many times they've had to like repave because yeah. the roots are yeah. bringing up sidewalk and street and all that stuff. But gotta keep those trees. Tree City USA. There's there actually is a sign around. Where did I see it? Over by the Target. Oh wow. I think on El Camino, they have a Tree City USA sign. Hmm. Yeah. So something to be proud of. It's official. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. I like it. And then in Oceanside, which is I think is kind of cool, they um, they outlined a, a non-toxic future for Oceanside Park. So basically, they're trying to turn their parks into, uh, you know, basically organic. Mm -hmm. So take out, you know, not use chemicals um, for any of the grass and and just kind of make it a, a green process, which mm -hmm. I think is always cool. Yep. It's something you don't think about just because it looks like beautiful green grass and plants. How does but it get there? Yeah. Yeah. There's you know to to keep up on a lot of it. Um, just traditionally, they're spraying pesticides and fertilizers, kill the weeds, and yeah. you know keep everything up. So yep. I know there's a few um, parks in Encinitas that you know they sport the were organic and mm -hmm. you know this and that. So mm -hmm. it can be done. But yeah, Oceanside is putting together a plan to to make all their parks um, the same way. Very cool. Yeah, one of the things. So one of the gals who put it together, um, she was saying, you know. The goal is to obviously get all the chemicals mm -hmm. out of the park, but one of the things was most of these chemicals are still in our environment 40 years later. So she's thinking like long term, long term, yeah. get it down, you know, when start now. And their plan hasn't changed since for 25 years or something like mm -hmm. so. And that's a long time to go without kind of revisiting some of the some of the park things, including like um, redoing pool plaster, new decks at the Brook Street Pool and. Um, some other like big parks and rec areas that just have not been focused on in the yeah. last 25 years. Yeah. Or have just been going status quo, let's put it that way, for 25 years. Yeah, so I don't know when they're actually... Uh... Some of it looks like they're starting to roll it out starting in 2021. Mm -hmm. So it, it'll probably take time, especially finding funding and all that for uh, all the different projects, but... Yeah, and the uh, one of the gals who, she's the founder, where'd it go? Susan Hume, uh, cleanearthforkids.org is nice. kind of uh, helping pave the way for that. So, Very cool. Yeah, I think all parks. I think I, I was actually going to think about, I wasn't going to think, I thought about bringing it up to like my HOA and, you know, mm -hmm. kind of changing my little community into a, into a green zone as well, you know, because we've got kids now and they're always running around in the grass and, you know, yep. that's... I'm uh, sure long term it's probably not good. Mm -hmm. It'd be good if there's if there are alternatives that are healthier. Why not take them? Yep. So it's probably yeah. Agreed. Oh, you just crossed out your beer thing. Uh oh, uh -oh. beer, beer, <laughs> beer. Hold on, I'm bringing up my. We'll get to beer of the, the beer minute. Oh, Wave Park and Oceanside brought that up. 
And we also um, forgot real estate minute, like you said, but we'll, we, maybe we'll give them two minutes next week. Two minutes. You get two real estate minutes next week. <laughs> I'm Hope still, you're excited I'm still in vacation it. mode, yeah. so real estate mode is off at the moment. Um, but <laughs> yeah, so beer, I was listening to um, Beer Night in San Diego. Mm-hmm. It was their previous episode. Uh, I forget what it was called. But anyways, they were talking, you know, there are all kinds of beer news and, and everything. Um, they bring up some places that around you know most of their focus is on san diego beers Mm -hmm. and some of the places you know i thought i was my beer knowledge was okay which Mm -hmm. it is Mm -hmm. but they are yeah talking about places and yeah it's it's um it's in depth let's say that Mm -hmm. but one of the things they did um mention is uh it's a offshoot of rip current Mm -hmm. over in san marcos it's called stave and nail and they are in the same building they are Basically the, the same company. company, yeah. But it is their bourbon barrel division. Wow. Division, yeah. Bourbon barrel division. Nice. Um, and I think it was them. So they had like an opening about a month ago. And now they will not be open for, well, when these guys were staying on the podcast mm-hmm. for another month mm-hmm. because they ran out of beer. Wow. <laughs> so, yeah, from their first opening. They uh, start aging some more. Yeah. And I know those barrels are expensive too. Yeah. So, like, they have to you know, get them ordered, and so they got maybe a little bit more following than they thought they would? Yeah, I guess so, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. I know bourbon barreled aged ales take, you know, some more time, because mm-hmm. you're not just getting it from the, you know, uh, you know, fermenting it and getting it from the, what's it called, the, whatever it's yeah. called, but, yeah, it's, yeah. you know, there's extra step in the process, yeah. basically, and, um, and I remember talking, I don't remember who it was, it was some might have been the Virgin guys or somebody talking about how there's not really money in that. So it's kind of like the passion project and like the way to get people in the doors and stuff. But it's really not super profitable because it takes a long time. Yep. And ingredients are expensive. Yeah. Barrels are expensive. That's why most of them, if you do buy them, they are, you know, the price point's a little bit, or quite a bit higher. Like I had that glazed, the Virgin VG Donut one, the glazed. I think that's like a twenty-five dollar bottle or something like that. Like and it's the short too. I don't even know if it, I think it was eight, like eighteen. Wow. It was like that small. Yeah. Small oh yeah, the little, little okay. guys. Yeah. 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 Any so. of those? Yeah, I've seen a few modern times uh, in the in the stores and shops around here, and they're yeah twenty twenty-five. Mm-hmm. I think one was thirty-three bucks. Wow. It was for I think it was for the twenty-two, at least yeah. the twenty-two size. Yeah. But yeah, um, a little bit more time. Mm-hmm. It says here aging length depends on style. Um, usually three to six months on the low end, eighteen to twenty-four on the high end. So, yeah, it's a long, it's a long time to wait for a beer. Yep, especially so, if you run out. That's a long time to have to wait to. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Imagine they have stages, but that's a long process to kind of even get ready to open something like that. Yeah, definitely. Like you know, even if I think a normal beer run, you could probably get it done in one to two months. Mm-hmm. Whereas this, you could do that the same, and then you throw it on the barrels for another. Three to six, yeah, up to two years. Up to two years, yeah. But that's kind of cool. Um, yeah, that's worth definitely worth checking out. Have you been to Rip Current? Yeah, I actually started going to Rip Current, like right when they opened. Right like off, they, like, so Lost Postus and yeah. seventy eight, right there. Okay. Yep. Like I have my Rip Current stainless steel growler. Oh, nice. Yeah, I haven't used that in a couple of years, but but you have it. But I have it. And, and I used to love. I think it's. I, I don't know if they still have it, but Lupulin Lust was like one of the beers that I really really liked there. That. Yeah. Now they're not. I mean, they're super local, so they're not highly distributed. No, you don't see them out but they start, quite a bit. But they do. Well, they started with a big budget too. I remember just they kind of went full bore, full in, because I think one of the owners, who was also a home brewer, like owned, like one of the computer uh, security companies or something, like the partner in McAfee or one of those. Like was big, part of it. Yeah, and I think he still is, but I don't think he. I, I don't know exactly the details but I just remember going there and people talking about how they they really went like both feet in because they had the budget to do so yeah so it's funny so it says on their uh, Instagram the next opening dates are Friday 628 from 4 to 9 Saturday 629 1 to 8 Sunday 630 from 1 to 7 this time we will try to have enough beer to make it through the weekend (laughs) (laughs) so that's perfect yeah I mean that's a Pretty pretty cool opening. If you sell, if all, you your sell beer. all your beer, yeah. I mean, you know, 
sucks for people who didn't get it, but <laughs> good for them. So no, it's really cool. Yeah, yeah no, another place. Worth. I haven't been to Rip Current, so that's definitely on the list. Um, yeah, Rip Current's really a good, good thing. So yeah, no, I like it there. And your beer tip of the week is like I, I think I've said it before, but check the date. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, especially IPAs, you know, mostly IPAs, but yeah. when they were brewed, fresher is usually better. better. Yeah, I've come across a few that have been skanky. Yeah, you just go to the store, you grab it, and you know, get yeah. home, and it's a little off. Even you know, six, eight months out, mm-hmm. it seems like a long time for IPA now. Yeah, I have and you two. get them like one month fresh, even yeah. fresher than that. You know. Yeah, um, I have a couple of bombers in my fridge that I haven't gone to because I just kind of assume that they're no good. They're gone. <laughs> <laughs> Use them as gifts. Yeah. No. I, yeah, and I got we won them like in a raffle basket or something, and I just. I don't know. They just sort of check the date. Biscuit. Yeah, check the date. Yeah, most most brewers, or you know, not most, but a lot of them, they do have the date stamped on there. Uh, I know the Mike Hess, they have a little uh, kind of like a price tag, but it's mm-hmm. just a date well, on the, the date top. Printed, yeah. um, so you can just make sure they're fresh. And it's really easy with the stone one. You just you enjoy it enjoy by the date. They have it <laughs> as the name. As so. the name, yeah, yeah. So you just know. Like the, have you seen the packaging for the new Enjoy by 74? 2019, no. so it's a July 4th beer. Okay. It's all red, white, and blue out, and the cans, I think they're 18 ounce. Maybe they're 16 ounce cans. I can't remember. There was something cool about. I'm going to have to check the, it out. I know. Those are always Enjoy good, by. too. Enjoy Boys are always phenomenal. Although they're doing a lot of the unfiltered. I think this one's an unfiltered. unfiltered. Enjoy Boy. Yeah. So it's know. good, though. It's really good. So I'll, I'll, I would definitely get a six pack to enjoy. You run out of time to get it to enjoy it by, so yep. you see it out there. Got to do it. Grab it. <laughs> All right. All right. Two minutes work. of real estate next, next week. week. Yeah. Where can we find you? Online. Anywhere. Google <laughs> me. Google me. Uh, I, working on I a project am, right now. So um, stay tuned. I am Encinitas, Facebook, Instagram, and um, everywhere. Everywhere else. Yeah. But should be dropping the new kind of like a documentary. I don't know really wanna, what I want to call it. But anyways, yeah, life. July 1st. So nice. stay life. tuned. Yes, Chris's Chris life. <laughs> <laughs> Working title is Chris's life. <laughs> How about you, sir? Uh, at Cassidy Lewis, RE, pretty much everywhere. Um, you know, I've kind of gone to the top of the charts for the Cassidy Lewis's of Google. So Nailing you, know, you can probably find me there, too. Good. Cassidy Cassidy's <laughs> Google Cassidy Lewis. Yep. They'll pop up. Yep. And if it's somebody that doesn't look friendly, that's probably not me. <laughs> not <but>. me. <laughs> Rock and roll. Yeah. Anything else, sir? No. I think that's it. All right. We'll catch you next week. Remember to subscribe, comment, share, send to everybody. And um, rate and review. There you go. <laughs> that, that's review. the other rate one. Rate and review, yeah. Yes, rate we're trying to grow. I think we're about nine or ten deep. We're, we've been on track. So yeah. hopefully bring you this every week. Give us some feedback. Yeah, always let, always let, invited. Yeah, anything you want to hear, we'll dig into. Yeah. If you find a cool local story that hasn't been shared that much, we'll delve in too so yeah you can just let us know all right thank you catch you next week